This weekend is Mother's Day, and in these corona times, it's bound to be a weird one. First of all, none of the kids will be bringing home homemade Mother's Day gifts from school. So here's a hot tip. Go ahead and buy your own Mother's Day present. Now, I have an idea of what you've been through these past few weeks, and for sure, you deserve whatever it is you want. Because this quarantine life has been hard, but it's kind of also been wonderful and enlightening in many ways. For this special episode of the podcast, my four sisters and I, which by the way, between us, we have 30 kids and one on the way, which is a lot to celebrate on Mother's Day. And today we're chatting about what we've learned lately about our spouses, our children, and ourselves, and how the way we mother may never be the same. Are you looking for real life tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. All right, welcome to this very special episode of the Mom Force Podcast, Mother's Day edition. I'm here with some of my favorite mothers, my dearest sissies. Hi. Welcome, girls. Hi. All right, we've got Erica calling in from. I am in Utah with you, sis, but just a couple miles away. <laughs> Across town. And then Leah. Leah. Hi. I'm calling in from just outside of Sacramento, California. And then the baby sissies, Shelly and Kara. <laughs> yeah, it's Shelly and Kara, and we're calling in from? From Florida together. In and these crazy COVID times, we had to kind of pivot and move, literally move in together to try to figure out what next steps we need to take for our business. So here we are. Here we are. Well, these, yeah. these crazy COVID times is kind of the theme for this Mother's Day episode because under these unusual conditions, we have learned a lot about ourselves as wives, as mothers, as friends. It's been a pressure cooker, right? Absolutely. Yes. My word. yes. <laughs> I mean, to say the least, I've learned a lot about myself oh. in these COVID times. <laughs> some good, some bad. Going through hard things is bearable and doable when you know that on the other side of it, you're going to be better, right? There's that analogy yeah. with coal in a diamond. We're becoming diamonds. Sparkly oh, right. pregnancy and a baby. I love it. Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> yes, exactly. Shine bright like a diamond. Yeah, I love All it. All right. Now, you guys, I know you love a good meme. There have been so many Corona memes. In fact, there's a whole chapbook made of Corona memes. On sale now, proceeds go to help support first responders. Oh, that's awesome. So we've seen the memes, right? That yes. the yes. coronials. <laughs> oh, the coronials. I'm going to have a coronial. Oh my I'm... gosh, you are going to have a coronial. I will have a yeah, baby. But In not the corona time. That's true. Yeah, but you didn't get pregnant during the corona time. conceive. True. No. After quarantine, we're either going to see a wave of coronials or a wave of divorces. Yes. Where do you guys stand on that scale? I have definitely had that that time Me where too. I looked at my husband and thought, "Why are you the way you are?" Like that one. <laughs> that was another good meme. meme. Mm -hmm. And we are gonna have a baby, so here you're we falling. Are. We're, we're, we're going on that way. Well, the meme that stood out to me uh, is the Tiger King meme of the kids eating 12,745 snacks and Joe Exotic saying, I am never going to recover financially from this because that's, that's the boat we're in. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's eating all the time. <laughs> At least in our house, it's been my responsibility to decide what we're eating, to do the shopping and provide all the meals. I haven't really seen that change. Yum. I kind of thought maybe he would pitch in and want to do more cooking. Yeah, How's like some people house? get around here. I mean, I here I am like a certain little with the hot, and I have never in my life listen. I am thought this highly 
of um, another woman's another man. Another woman's man. <laughs> when I see him up to his elbows in suds yes, he... and cleaning dishes. So Kara's husband loves to cook. He loves to cook. It's his oh, love man. language to be able to provide delicious food for people. But he's always been that way, right? That's not really something new. Yeah, yes. but it's, you know, having so much exposure to the kids nonstop all day long, he has recognized, like, when I need a break. And he's been so good at stepping in and saying, hey, I've got it. I'm going to cook and clean tonight. You go take a break. Also, because I am carrying our fifth child. So mm-hmm. baby mama. <laughs> taking good That's care a lot of, of me. Work. It is a lot of work to, to cook a human, but... Yeah, I feel like he's really stepped up, and I am so grateful for that. I have to say, Nate has seen that I'm a little overwhelmed with all of the meals and all of the food, um, and so he offers to get takeout, and he's very good at getting takeout. Takeout Thai, takeout Indian. Yeah, so Erica, I want to know, what have you learned about Tyler during all this quarantine? I have learned that he is just way better with the kids than me. I really yes he his patience level it far exceeds mine he's the fun one the other day I came home and no one was home it turns out they went to the beach volleyball courts and played volleyball for three hours okay Ricky though let me just let me just tell you this makes sense because your man is like the ultimate high school teacher and coach of course he's the fun one he played like a hundred hours of monopoly in the first two weeks of of Quarantine. That right there, that he's going straight to heaven for that. No joke. Straight to heaven. I have banned. I played Monopoly one game of Monopoly and I won't play again. Yeah. I I just don't like too it. many pieces. Sam did about five minutes of homeschooling and he sent Austin up to his room and told Bowie to figure it out and told Charlotte that she needed to email her teacher and copy and paste because you can copy and paste anything on a computer. <laughs> so he no longer. <laughs> has any part of the homeschooling process. Um, but one thing that this quarantine has given to our um, husbands, oh, hello, I'm busy right now. <laughs> Is my child. Okay. Child walks I, in. Go out, please. What? Yes, it's a podcast. I We're love you. Podcast. I love you, Declan. Ducky, ducky, doos. Anyway, one thing that I think, a gift that is, been given to all of our spouses is a greater appreciation for the role of the mothers in their lives. The things that we do every day because they've had a front Mm -hmm. row seat every day as we've been cooking, cleaning, teaching, working. Mm -hmm. All of us are working on top of all of this, right? Right. Have your husbands expressed any greater appreciation for you now? Shelly, what about you? What, what What's going on at your house? John's lucky that we have our own little tiny office space that he's the only person that goes in. So he is able to still go to the office. But for some reason during these crazy COVID times, he feels guilty leaving me in the morning. It's different now because we're home all day long with no access to public anything, no play dates, no one's at school. And so he checks in on me. We're not huge phone talkers, but throughout the day, he is checking on me to make sure I'm okay. And what can I do? And is there, you know, do you want me to bring you a soda? Because also our tiny office is like five minutes away. Because normally you have a break when the kids go to school. Yeah. And and he knows they're not going to school. And that probably weighs a little guilty on his conscience. Yeah. You are home with all the kids while he's escaping to peace and quiet. And because this COVID time feels special. It's really weird. It's like almost a little sacred time. As much as we are all like, wow, this is so hard. It's really unique because we're home with our families without any distractions. And 
it's just, it's a different time. It feels different. And so, yeah, he's just, he's worried about me through the day and I'm getting some check-ins and that's like really nice actually. And it's really nice for me to say, yeah, it's, this was real. it's really hard right now. And I'm about ready to go get myself a soda. The baby's asleep. The big kids are watching TV. I'm going to get my two minutes away, you know, but anyway, that's what it looks like for me. It's good. Well, I think that I have a newfound appreciation for my husband as my friend because yeah. being home with the kids yeah. all day long, I am craving that one-on-one time with him. Like he's the other adult that is my partner, my confidant. And so we've carved out a new ritual. We bought every season of Seinfeld and we watch a couple episodes of Seinfeld, which was the show we watched as newlyweds and loved and continue to love. The thing, though, that I've really been missing, and I blame it on my big kids and my college kids because now they're home staying up late till who knows whatever. And the fact that my door, bedroom door doesn't properly wow. lock. Chicka wow wow. Was we all know <laughs> that. of that. Yes. <laughs> Not been happening. Yeah. Yes. No corona babies happen over here. No corona babies. Partly because uh-huh. I'm postmenopausal, but also <laughs> all of this togetherness, the last thing I'm interested in is... Yeah, sucks. Yeah. But I have to tell you that we went away. We went up to Park City. My in-laws have a house up there that they usually rent out, but no one's up at the resort. So it was totally open. So she let us come up and we spent about five nights there. And let's just say the deed was done. And I cannot believe <laughs> that it took you this long. Isn't that <laughs> how a relief it was? Like, yeah, talk That's about a pressure how it cooker. Is. That was the release valve we needed. Yes. She's oh. been doing that all along. Yes. So what about you guys? How are the marital relations holding up on your end of the... I love that V can't say sex. No, because my kids listen to this. (laughs) Well, none of my kids listen to this, so I can certainly talk about it. I don't know if ours has changed much. Uh, We've got big kids too, and it usually for me, it happens later in the evening when kids aren't awake. I can't do it when kids are awake, so... Oh. Uh, we're, we're good. I don't he like to do it just, when the lights are on, when the sun's he, out. Yeah, I prefer darkness. <laughs> under darkness the cloak of darkness. Yes, me too. Uh, and he just turned 50, so... Woo! Uh, so what, what are you saying? What does that mean? Good, good. Uh, we had to break something. We had to do... That's the first time as a 50-year-old. That was a... <laughs> That one was the first time as a 50-year-old. amazing. Oh. I will say that my husband had ideas when the idea of, like, being home, working from home, and, like, just being right upstairs. And so accessible. Getting the kids busy. Yeah, I think he had a lot of ideas about what would be happening. But once he realized the level of activity that was required to keep this ship afloat downstairs, maintaining all of this while he was in his quiet abode up here um, – he, he kind of gave up on that. But it's been great. I will say, though, I have never been more attracted to him than when he comes down and he's like, you got 20 minutes, go do whatever you want. I've got 20 minutes for lunch. I have another call in in 40 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. Go do whatever you want. You need a break. He's like, yes. I am exhausted from all the talking I've heard. Like I said, he's used to a lot of quiet. Yeah. It's not going to be an <laughs> afternoon delight at the wards. No, no, no. So... I'm really grateful for that. So with me and John, I will just, I'm going to toot my horn here. If any of y'all have listened to my my mini about my New Year's resolutions, I am finally now during the corona times taking it seriously. I'm John and I have been watching TV. Well, until I quarantined with my sister and not, nothing like that's happening. <laughs> not for you at least. Not for mm-hmm. me at least. But um, we were watching shows, getting the kids to bed to watch our shows. And, you know, after a, like three 
episodes of Ozarks, there's no going to bed. So there's definitely a little bit of time for us. I mean, that's been pretty good. My situation's pretty good because my kids are little. I can get them to bed. Nobody's coming in the room. We also don't have a good lock on our door, so we definitely have to make sure everybody's out. But I've figured out that my during the quarantine times, it was really speaking to his love language because he is a man of quality time. He just wants to be with me. And I've been able to provide that for him. And it sounds like Leah, Steve is doing that for you too. And like, that's an yeah. act of service to come down and say, I'm instead of eating in peace and quiet upstairs, because he could also come down and go back up. He's saying, yeah, go do what you need to do. But you've had a, a front row seat to see how, what's going on in Kara's house. How's yeah, well, I think that they've Listen, got it figured we, out. We've got it figured out. Well, our kids have walked in many, many, many times recently and have had no idea what's going on. Under the covers. Well, well, listen, I'm not going to say, hang on a second. I'm, That's crazy. They can't have that much wool in their eyes. Come listen, on. Yeah. They, they, I can imagine We wrestle. We like to wrestle. Oh. What are you going to do about it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, but seriously. I just can't believe Austin's still falling for that. No, he doesn't. He no. knows exactly what's going on. He's horrified. He doesn't even, he's, he's <laughs> terrified to come near the door if it's locked. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like... A so tired. I'm pregnant. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I just. I feel like I'm about to deliver a baby, not make one. If you know yes, what I mean. Yes, I understand. <laughs> it's hard. Yes. We have found that, um, you know, a little quick morning delight is lovely and a great way to start the day. And also check. Check. You can almost be like, okay, yeah. tonight when we watch shows, we're just watching There's shows. There's no expectation. Well, yes, they are just <laughs> watching shows because I'm in bed with them watching shows now. <laughs> I know. A threesome in there watching Ozarks. Austin came in and said, whoa, look at you, snuggle bugs. bugs. <laughs> so we've all learned some things about ourselves as wives, Lovers. that important part of our motherhood. Because when we talk about mm-hmm. being a mother – Let's face it, we're mothering and taking care of our husbands as much yeah. as anything, yes. right? Let's talk about our kids. Let's talk about the things that we've learned about our kids, how our relationships might have changed or evolved during this unique time. Have your feelings changed towards your kids during quarantine? Don't get me wrong. I love my kids. I love them to death. But <laughs> I also really like some peace and quiet and a little bit of space. <laughs> so it has been a little bit of an adjustment, not because I don't love having my kids home, but I think it's because of the added responsibility that has come with them being home as also the teacher yeah. and homeschooling. Yes, that has added. That's another layer that we never had to deal with. In fact, if my kids ever ask me for help with their homework, I'm like, I don't know. Ask your teacher. Yeah. Email them. I don't know. I have not. Yeah. I surrender that. But Austin, you know, this morning we were talking about how he was going to miss his grad night for his eighth grade graduation at Universal this weekend and how he's not going to be able to go to his eighth grade formal and how he's not going to be able to have his eighth grade graduation. And we were talking about how, you know, a lot of people are experiencing this new change and what they thought that this year was going to look like, but that. The important thing is not that it's not going to happen, but that it's just going to be different. And we're going to be able to experience this the end of this year different than what anybody else has been able to experience their end of the year. And that this is a lesson that he can he can use throughout his whole entire life that, you know, things will come up that are unexpected. Changes will happen that we aren't prepared for or that we haven't chosen. And what a great lesson of resilience for our kids to be able to live through this time and be able to say we can adapt and we can change and we can still come out better on the other end, even though it didn't Amen. look like the way mm-hmm. we thought it would. 
Yep, 100%. Yeah, and Ricky knows that better than anyone. I mean, she's got so many... Oh, she had so many things. I know, Erica, you have a senior. senior. I have a senior. Your first senior. And I know it for him... He, he, we all know Deuce is not a social butterfly. So he wasn't heartbroken about prom. He didn't care about graduation, but he came down the other day and it was really, he had only been up maybe a half hour and he's like, I don't even know what's wrong. I'm just so mad. Nothing happened. Why, why do I feel like this? And I was like, babe, it's all of this. It's everything. It's the not knowing it's the school. The best part of being a senior is being at school. And not having to go yeah. to really classes and leaving for lunch and yeah. being that person in on campus. And there was no like real closure around any of Mm-mm. it. So that that's been a real struggle. Well, and his sports. I mean, here he is getting ready to go yes, and play I football know. and he's supposed to be continuing training and all of that. Oh, man. Yeah. I just can't imagine the the letdown and heartache that that and kids don't really know how to articulate it. So for Deuce, like he just felt mad and he didn't know why he was feeling mad. It was really hard. I noticed a real decline in one of my kids who is very involved in athletics. I mean, it was really hard for him when that was removed like that. I mean, we heard like, you know, oh, well, you can't go to this concert that's coming up. Oh, now all of the sports are canceled and you're actually not going to school anymore. And now you're not going to school for the rest of the year. It was just like all these dominoes flipping down that you didn't have even have time to be sad at the time. But now that we've been in this for so long, it's just really hard. We're always looking for ways to teach our kids resilience and grit. Mm -hmm. But we're often trying to protect them from disappointment and have them have all their hopes and dreams come true. But this has been a crash course in learning those characteristics. And maybe going forward, we won't be so quick to protect or quick to put a Band-Aid on something Mm -hmm. like letting our kids feel a little bit of pain and discomfort and disappointment. They're going to be better off for it. I agree. Well, that kind of takes us back to our episode with Lisa Damore when she even says like anxiety and stress is actually it's almost like a muscle builder. Yeah. You going through stress and anxiety and and all of these hardships and disappointments, it makes you stronger. We're also going to be stronger for this, right? Because we're being forced outside of our comfort zone to accommodate. Like Erica, for example, I know you haven't always run on a very tight schedule, but you have discovered that a schedule is the key right now. It has really... The, the predictability of a schedule, my kids thrive on it. I think we all learn that when we're having babies, like put your baby on a schedule. That's how they, they thrive on a schedule. But even my big kids need a schedule. The, the willy-nilly flying by the seat of your pants worked for like the first week of quarantine. But then I felt like a change in everybody. Like it was a nosedive. And so we have a big whiteboard that we have in our kitchen. And every day I put simple stuff like, make your beds. I'll add in extra chores because now that everybody's home, my house is getting trashed so yes. much. 47 faster. times a day. You so have seven kids <laughs> to do all the cleaning. Yeah. So there's more chores to be done and schoolwork. So trying to keep some semblance of a schedule has really helped, I think, keep everyone's sanity. For me, we it took a pandemic for us to actually make a chore list. No joke. Um, we've been talking about it for years, but between, you know, play practice and after school things and all of that, we never did it, but it is, it has been so crucial. I mean, we're here at the hot house and, uh, my kids were out today weeding at the pool and earning their keep and staying on schedule. I mean, 
we, after school, it's outside and get the chores done. Well, my kids have always had dish duty with just three kids at home. That means each kid does dishes twice a day. But when school was in session, it was like they were doing it none days because they were so busy and never there. So I was just like, I'll just do the dishes. Now they're like, oh my gosh, it feels like I'm doing the dishes every single day. And I'm like, welcome to my world, right? Our (laughs) husbands were enlightened to all of the the responsibilities that we have every day. But I think our kids are also learning some of that too and recognizing that they're an important part of this system that they need to do their part to keep things moving has been a huge value. Definitely something that I hope that all of us can commit to continuing even after this pandemic, right? We're all going to continue to make our kids do chores. Yes. Yes. 100%. Because it's so much easier to just be like, oh my gosh, I'll do it later. Or just, we'll save that for the cleaners. I'll call the cleaners. I know. You know, but no, it is teaching them such a good lesson on how they are part of the team. We are a team and this team succeeds when we all put in our effort. And one thing about the isolation that's been really good for us is that we don't have that constant comparison, that constant feel that we're missing something. And so even though things have been a little bit out of whack here at my house, we've still been able to get in touch with one another and really dial into individual people's needs. This is what's so great, though, about this, we'll call it an exercise, this quarantine exercise, Mm -hmm. is it has revealed things that we didn't already know. Like Erica didn't realize how important a schedule was for her family. And Leah, Mm -hmm. who was the most overscheduled family of anyone I met, maybe aside from myself, mm-hmm. you're <laughs> definitely worse. Value, <laughs> didn't maybe realize the value mm-hmm. in loosening up a little bit. For me, yeah. I hope that I don't go back to my old ways. You know, we were too scheduled. Like kids were so busy. And I think me, yeah. the kids included, have all loved having a little less going on and a little more time yeah. home with each other because we love each other. Yeah. We actually do like each other. And I've been dialing in more to things that my kids individually need from me when I couldn't really identify them as well when we were so busy, Yeah, honestly. And I feel really grateful for that. Well, Vanessa, I like that you're calling that an exercise because this pandemic exercise is hopefully going to make us make changes that are going to benefit us forever. Yeah. Okay. I've got another thing that I've changed. It has to do with sleep. I- I've never had a hard time with sleep. Sleep has come to me easily. I sleep well. I hop out of bed. But under quarantine, it has been so hard. And for Nate, too, I think there's just a a certain stress threshold that has just been causing problems. So we started using a sleep app called Pillow. And we, we sleep with our Apple Watches on. And in the morning, it tells us how many hours of sleep we got, what percentage was REM sleep, light sleep, deep sleep, whatever. It gives us a score. I'm scoring very poorly and always less than Nate. Even when we get the Mm, exact mm. amount of sleep, always less than eight. You can't stand for that. I think that is indicative of the mental load that is unique to mothers. I'm hoping that after all of this, I'm going to be better about sleep and that maybe I'll beat Nate one of these mornings. I hope you beat Nate. That's what I really hope, you competitive woman. I hope you can beat him. I hope you beat Nate and you get more REMs. (laughs) Yes. Well, more so about something that, you know, in other relationships, but like what I've learned about myself <laughs> this quarantine is that I always mm-hmm. thought, Kara here, always thought that I could maybe homeschool a child or two. And I realized <laughs> that there's not a chance on this green earth that mm-hmm. I will willingly mm-hmm. homeschool anybody. <laughs> there was a meme that said, uh, 
I never would have had this many kids if I knew I was going to have to homeschool them. Amen. That's so good. (laughs) Seven kids. All at the same time. Okay. What else have you learned about yourself? What about mental health? Because I think that is really, Mm. we've all been struggling a little bit with that. Mm Well, I have, I've coined a phrase that my kids now say is my new favorite word. And that's, um, I need to recalibrate. We all need to recalibrate and take a minute. Define that, Kara. Well, just like recentering myself, like let's get back on track here. But there is so much value in being able to say, okay, mama needs a break for a minute. You're going to have to figure out how to get into Freckle on Pearson Bridge teams. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, yeah, these are just, <laughs> a, just, Not- just a very small portion of the apps that are being <laughs> craziest implemented. Okay, oh mama needs a break. Figure out how to get into Freckle and do your math because it's really hard. It's really hard. The mental load is hard. The stress. I don't know, maybe being pregnant adds to that, but for sure. It's maybe, having, been very, maybe having a family of five living no, in your house just, with you might add to it. Too. It's been very um refreshing for me to be able to say, Okay, I need a break. You guys need to figure it out and I better not hear you from in my bedroom because I need a minute. I need to recalibrate, like my kids say, and and try to get refocused on the positive. Me time is always important for moms, but never more than these Corona times. And it's hard because it's not like you can go get a pedicure. You can't leave. You can't send your kids away. So yeah. you've got to be able to like recognize where, when you're at your limit and to be able to say, I'm walking away from this because I don't want it to go the way it's going. I don't want it to escalate. I, I don't want you to think that I don't love you anymore, which is where we're going with this. So we're going to back <laughs> up and I'm going to go have some me time for a minute in my bedroom. Have your kids started to recognize when you're at your limit? Erica, do you do you have a tell yeah. when you're at your limit? Yes. We've had some pretty candid conversations about anxiety and like how that manifests in different people. For me, I I get mad. I get angry, I get snappy, and it is definitely something my kids know. And so for me, the mental health aspect what I've learned through all this is I have to take get better care of myself and not just me time. I, I really do well on alone time. Um, but getting enough sleep, knowing that I need sleep and I need to eat semi okay, because when I don't, I feel crappy and exercise. I haven't been able to do a lot of exercising because all the gyms are closed and I have zero motivation to do it at home. So when this is over, the stuff I'm going to take is just really (laughs) trying to take better care of myself so that I'm in a better headspace to be there for my people, to show up in the way they need. I'm typically someone that is, I can handle a lot and I can usually just like put a smile on and be like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. We're going to move past it. We're going to get going. But I found that that quick pass isn't working because it kind of sucks, you guys. I miss my friends. And I miss, mm-hmm. sorry to cry, but I I cry when I get stressed and I cry when I get sad. It, like crying is my primary emotion. Plus I'm like on that time of the month, which makes everything so much worse. But I miss my old life. Yeah. And it's hard. It is hard. It's hard to see your family struggle too. And I know that we'll all be better for it, but there are times that I'm just sad that 
it doesn't get to be the way I want it to be. And that's okay too, because I can move forward knowing that this is a growing experience and that eventually it will even out. But in the moment, I've learned that it's okay to not be okay for a minute. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's okay for our kids to not be okay. And to know that mom's not okay too. Like I really think when we shield our kids from any negative emotion, their own, or even the reality that mom and dad have hard time too, we're doing them a disservice. Yeah. We had a great, Shelly and I had a great experience with that just this week with mom being over. And I had said, I had made a comment about the homeschool and how I would never ever do this if it wasn't if it was my own will. And mom said, Kara, don't say that. Don't say that in front of the kids. And I said, mom, I have no problem with my kids understanding that this is hard. This is hard for them and it's hard for me. I want them to know that things will be hard and that's okay. We're doing it. Yeah. But but to recognize that this is hard. This is different. This is not normal. It's uncomfortable. To want normal life back is totally normal. I think we're all there. There's no normal when it comes to family life. There's no normal way to be a mom. We keep talking about this being our new normal. Well, we've learned some that things. <laughs> we've learned some things in this new lifestyle that we've all been forced yeah. to live. But I really believe we are all going to become better, stronger because of it. And you know what? Our motherhood is evolving it, as it will continue to evolve through every age and stage of life and with every trial and every hardship. Absolutely. We're just made stronger. It's true. And I love that you say that because if we put ourselves in a growth mindset, then we can see, we can see a better ending at the end of this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Am I listening to Benet Brown? (laughs) She's a blonde Benet Brown. If you've seen, if you're watching this. I'm part. I'm feeling very inspired. Joe Exotic. Part Joe Exotic. (laughs) Joe Exotic in the hair. I love it when you get all Joe Exotic. (laughs) Yeah. But it is true. Like even when you're working out, you have to take a rest day. And those, like I feel like when we've just sat down and we kind of had like a family thing where we're like, look, no one's okay right now. This is weird for everybody. Some of us are dealing better than others, but we're on this together. Like this is our rest day. We're going to say no one's doing anything. We're watching The Office and laughing and doing nothing because we all feel crappy right now. That's why – all of those Corona memes make us all laugh because we are all in this together. All mothers all around the world, we're all experiencing the same hard things, ha- laughing at the same stuff. There's solidarity in motherhood. I have a meme I'm about to make, though. I just got a text message from my school saying that it's teacher appreciation next Buckle week. Up. And <laughs> I I was like, up. okay, what are you going to get from me? Let me just send know, you my card. Mama's getting herself some new pants. Oh because let me send you my, let me send you my e card. Let me send you my cards, <laughs> and you can pick my and Amazon choose. Amazon wish list. <laughs> you deserve all of the prizes, and hopefully, you're going to get all the good stuff for Mother's Day too. I think you're all amazing. You're my favorite. I love you. you Thanks love for you being too. my love sisters in everything, and let us all rise from the ashes. We all Phoenix. Phoenix we are all in this together thank you so much for being here with us if you like what you hear be sure to subscribe and let us know what you think also check out the show notes for links to the things we talked about and a special chat books discount code